welcome to a fresh perspective on business podcast. I am Laura Leyland, part of the sister act, which is Emily and Laura. We are co-owners of Fresh Perspective Resourcing and I am the managing director. And here today, I have my guest co-host, Tony Greenwood. Boom shakalaka <laughs> and wiggity wet boo shack to all listeners. Hello and greetings. <laughs> Seasonal greetings. Seasonal greetings. How are you today? I, I'm fi- I'm good and happy, but I'm tired. Yeah, we'll come on to that later. What is my? Um, you're the managing director of Fresh Perspective Resourcing. Just, just tell us. Just tell us what is my role at Fresh Perspective Resourcing. Tony I've is an honorary member of the Fresh Perspective team, but he's head of. He is his self-proclaimed no. head of broadcasting and entertainment. Mm. You say self-proclaimed, but people seem to like it, don't they? Yeah, but you came up with the title. Yeah, but people verified it. (laughs) Laura, I have a question for you. What is Fresh Perspective Resourcing, please? We are a recruitment business with a twist on the traditional, so we're more like an outsourced internal recruitment team supporting our customers, but from afar, Mm -hmm. with all things recruitment related, saving them loads of money and adding a heap of value. We actually Mm. saved a client about eight or nine thousand pounds this week. Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, and they enjoyed the process, so it's just win-win. Imagine how many many, um, months of energy bills you can pay with that. Exactly. Loads. Many. (laughs) And what is a fresh perspective on business podcast, please? It is a light-hearted spin. (laughs) It is (laughs) light-hearted. On business. Yeah. There's loads of podcasts about business. I'm not... I think there probably are some about recruitment. And I find some of them interesting, some of them a bit... Boring. Tedious and boring. Uh, so ours is a light-hearted spin. There's singing, there's swearing, there's tips and pearls and wisdom galore. Yeah, there is. We do like to have fun. A lot of nonsense. I mean, I well. like to have fun. I don't. I, I am an honorary member of um, Fresh Perspective, which is nice, and it's kind. And Fresh Perspective are powered by kindness. I'm the sales director for a company called Crafty Brewing Company. We do beer, which is ironic, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going for a period of sobriety at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah, how's dry January on, been in the beer, been, in well, the beer it's industry? Been, it's been great for me, I'll be honest. I'm, um, it's day 41 today. <laughs> but anyway, that's another story for another day, but... Um, now, for new listeners, um, back in the day when Emily and Laura started this podcast many moons ago, um, and I can't remember why, but every week we, we, I, I, we, we Laura or Emily or someone says the episode in Spanish because you are a qualified Spanish interpreter, aren't you? Yes. Yes. So self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> so for. Um, for existing listeners to the podcast, you know how good this is going to be. And for new for new listeners, just just settle back, <laughs> close your eyes, and just enjoy the next few moments. As as I say, this is episode one hundred twenty nine of a fresh perspective on business podcast. But Laura, please tell me, tell everybody, what is that in Spanish, please? Episodio número ciento veintinueve. Oh, there was so many <laughs> Spanish sounds there. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What is that? Well. Te- please, will you tell me what this um, what this this podcast is about, please, and then we might have to air our vocal cords some more. Yes, yes, we will have to. So um, today's episode is all about comfort zones and stepping out of them, and why you should. And it's titled "Highway to the Danger Zone." Mm. 
Are we ready to sing? I, yeah, Laura likes to sing. I really like this song. Tony, not so much. It got me pumped last night when I was uh, listening to it, when I was writing the podcast schedule. Okay. Like, Revving up, up your engine, engine listening to, to the howling roar. Metal under tension, begging you to touch and go. Highway to the danger zone. Right into the danger zone. We are available for bookings for um, pubs and clubs and perhaps some events in 2023. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. You enjoy singing more than I enjoy singing. I know I'm not a good singer, but I still enjoy oh, it. Oh, you do yourself a disservice. <laughs> you do yourself a disservice. Oh, I've really been getting my Spanish on recently. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. Why? Oh, you, because you've been on holiday. Yeah. But do, do they speak uh, Spanish in Mexico? Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah, I know, just been rocking up. So that's when we were talking to... Um, we're at the Creative Individuals Studio. We are at the Creative Individuals Studio. Where they create studio. powerful. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and do you know how we know that they create powerful... Because uh, they got it on their mugs. Powerful digital content. It's written on a mug, so it must be true. And when we say mug, we don't mean their fa- faces. We mean actual cups. <laughs> oh, yeah, cups that you put coffee in or anything else, So really. Jake and Megan, who... Um, who own and run Creative Individuals, they go to Malta a lot. And I'm thinking about going there for the team trip this year. Mm. But I didn't know what language he spoke. I was hoping it would be Spanish because it's easy to get along if you speak well, the It's lingo. easy for you. You're, but, a, you're, very, you're a very fluent in Spanish. they have their own language, Maltese. Er. <laughs> so there you go. I feel like Maltese. I learned something new today. How many people are residents on the... On the, on the how many... How, how many People live in Malta. No idea. How many? Well, Jake says it's a small island, so. Yeah, I, I'm going to go there Smaller for than England. <laughs> Smaller than England. 502,000 people. Wow. They can't have their own language for just half a million people, right? I mean, it's a bit. I think that's a bit much. Mm. But anyway, what anyway. did we do last night, Tony? <laughs> this is why we're talking about the, this. This is all about <laughs> um, getting out of our comfort zone. Because last night. Uh, Laura and I went to the Lions Running Club and um, Laura stepped so far out of her comfort zone she couldn't even see where it was. 10k to be precise, 10 kilometres outside of it. She ran 10 kilometres <gasps> with a, a group of like-minded people yesterday and there was a lot of hills Oh my God! and so it was very hills. tough. And today, she's she's aching in places that she didn't think she could <laughs> ache. I'm a broken woman. <laughs> like, I've only been to this running club twice. And once was before my holiday. Then I was lying on a sun lounger for two weeks. And then last night. And we're like, right, do you want to do the small or the long run? So it's 5 or 10K, isn't it? And you, you were de- really deliberating, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I couldn't decide. I thought, I can, I can do 5K. You can. So I thought, and I need to be able to do 10K you run do. by the 5th of March. Oh, so I was like, let's have a go. The best, I think the best way to do it is to do it with other people rather than on my own. Oh, yeah. So I thought, right, let's do it. My God, it was quick. My kids are about seven and a half to eight minutes at the moment. Well, and we, we, we it was on average. Well, if you take out the big hill that they call Cardiac Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like under 7K, in like 6.45. 6.33. Yeah. That's what so I ran. That's quick for me. Yeah, well, it's, uh, <laughs> it was. But it oh was, my god! It I was fast. At the world, Pete came in last night. Pete's my boyfriend. 
He's a strong man. He's a strong man, Pete, and a fireman. And, and he loves fire. He's capable. So all those things. Capable guy. Yeah. He came in, all the cupboards were open, there was shit everywhere. I'd come in, I was like a kitchen Tasmanian devil trying to Why? find things to eat. I was so hungry. <laughs> oh my God, I don't think I've ever been as hungry as I was last night when I got in. And he came in, he found, and I was freezing. And I, I put a jumper on when I got in. I put my dressing gown on over the top of it. And I was just huddled on the couch. He came in and he was like, what has happened? I'm like, <laughs> I ran 10K. <laughs> That's so good, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the feeling of accomplishment is is you just can't beat it oh no I was well so when I realised I'd done like 7k that's the furthest I've run in a long time I was like right come on we could do this but then there's this ginormous hill it took me 10 minutes to run up here. it did like, oh it my did God. oh just come back <laughs> I remember telling you we've done 5.1k's and you were like oh right I thought we'd only done 3 and I'm like, no no we're all well, right I'd avoid, yeah I'd avoided looking at my watch just in case it looks and it, <laughs> it felt like we'd done 5k we'd done like 3 and oh. I would have been really sad yeah. So yeah, that was good. That kind of that spurred me on. I'm like, oh, we're we're more than halfway. Halfway. Uh, but so shout out to the guys at um, Lions Running Community, which is a a community in well, well Chorley. They do Brin, they do uh, Bamberbury. They meet at Bamberbury like four times a week. But um, it doesn't matter about your running ability, you know. Uh, they all run together. Oh, it was so nice because everyone, all the fast people, they loop back. So in the the slow people, aka me, who was constantly at the back, somebody okay. has to be. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't at the back on my own for very long. And is it Stuart? Stuart, who kind of organised sixty four. This but this fella, he was with me more or less the all the way, giving me tips and advice, and just chattering away to me, keeping motivated. I couldn't talk back to him very much. Oh. But he didn't That's mind. Right, it no. was it was it was absolutely brilliant. People kept running around like, "Go on, Laura, come on!" And oh, and Tony was very supportive. It was great. Really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, we had it. a good time. But I'm tired today. So I had PT yesterday. I did legs yesterday as well. <laughs> and I had PT the day before, and I'm supposed to have it today at lunch. And I hate it when I don't think he listens to the podcast, so I think I'm safe. Why? Well, I don't know, but I'm glad he doesn't. What's his name? No, I'm not saying. Oh, okay, I was going um, to give him a shout out. So I was supposed to do it today at 12. And I thought, I really don't want to, but I hate it when he cancels on me last minute. So I thought, I can't be a hypocrite. No. So I messed him and said, going, I ran 10K last night. He's like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm like, I'm absolutely not going to feel dead today though. You just I'm do like, some stretches. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, you'll have to go easy on me today. And he's like, oh, do you want to skip it? I'm like, do you think that's best? And he's like, yeah, maybe. If you've done a big run, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll go for a walk instead. <laughs> I would not advise doing a personal training session post long run. No, I think maybe if I'm going to the Wednesday running club, I think maybe I need to not have my PT and I need to move that on a Thursday. But to be fair, you've been running on holiday. You went to Mexico on holiday, which is a really nice part of the world. And you had your birthday. I can't remember the last time I seen you. Maybe before Christmas. Uh, the last time I saw you was... In the office on, this week. But on the 6th of January when you brought me my birthday card. Oh, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I ran on holiday. I usually go to the gym on holiday, but I went to the gym once. But I just like I got the running bug. I actually enjoying it. So I did. I first the first time I ran was the second day. Was the, yeah the day after we got there in the evening. I thought, oh, I'll run along the beach because it looked like there was a path. Mm. Well, there wasn't a path all the way along. So I'm running on the on actual sand. Oh that is tough. You sit. You Christ. sink about it three inches. Yeah, it does. And that then I was trying to run on the wet sand, and then I got got by the waves, and I'm like, oh. That's it's nice. Not oh, not good. No, because it just slowed me down. My feet were wet then. 
boxers train on the sand because because it's crazy. It, it, yeah. So my feet got wet, and then and then the, the, sand, the sand stuck to my shoes. I'm like, God's sake. Uh, but yeah. So so maybe that running in the heat has helped me. It's hard running. Sorry, I was just taking a sip from my brew. How? Um, what was the heat temperature, please? Twenty-eight degrees on average. Oh, now that's where I live. Lovely. Not too warm. Not too cold. Yeah, it was good. It was well. It's their winter. They're all coats on. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Coats are 28 degrees. Yeah. Wow. Well, what um, have you been up to? Day 41 of sobriety for me today. Not a great deal. I've just been. Do you know what? Day 41. So when did you start it? 17, 18th of December. Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you crazy man. I've just decided that. Well, I spoke to um, Duncan Bennett about it this week. You know, Duncan. Yes, I know Duncan. Uh, I've seen him for a while. No, I will see him next week, actually. And um, he just says, take one day at a time. I've just had enough of a drink. I just make bad decisions when I drink. Okay, well, that's a good enough reason as any. I just make bad decisions when I drink. And I, you know, all the um, all the money that I've saved, all the, the, non, the non-foggy mornings of hangovers and the, the productivity and... Um, I'm going. That said, I mean, I am going to a uh, housewarming tomorrow. Oh, you're breaking the sobriety. No, no, I'm not breaking the sobriety, okay. but I'm like, I'm DJing and stuff. So uh, you know, it, it's going to be just a different environment. But shout out to all those people doing Jai January. Um, I can't I know do it's Jai tough. January because it's it's sad it's for me. Birthday. It's my birthday. It's all right. Just a lot of a lot of people have. Um, well, you can. It's just it's just the choice, isn't it? Yeah, I don't want to. There you go. There you go. That's fine. Isn't that's it? why I can't do it. Um, <laughs> So and and talking about comfort zones, it, I, I don't really feel outside of my comfort zone by not drinking. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to feel tomorrow, but I don't feel you know I don't feel I don't feel too bad. I don't well, feel too. Bad. I can take it or leave it. I don't drink a lot. I only really drink if I go out. I don't really drink at home, mm. unless sometimes I might fancy a glass of wine. But that that's it really. And then obviously I did drink. I literally lived off margaritas on holiday, but yeah, I don't but, like hangovers. But if I it's, yeah. I've been reading a lot of I've been reading a lot of videos. I haven't. I've been watching a lot of videos about you know you giving can it alcohol. Read I can read videos, and um, I don't want to be that guy that starts to preach about uh, giving up alcohol or sobriety. Oh. I'm actually not going to be that person guy. Person that's on LinkedIn. I'm not going to say his name, but I just feel like he's patronising me all the time, and he seems like a really nice man. I don't know him off LinkedIn. You follow him. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to because nearly all of his posts are about that. I mean, I don't know what he does as a job. I'm assuming it's this, I don't know, ambassador for anti-drinking. But it's all he talks about. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. it? I get it that you like it and that you feel amazing. But talk about something else. Come on, man. I feel amazing. I feel amazing. And I I watched a video. Do you drink in the week? Or is it just when you go out? It would be a a social thing, yeah. Or maybe on a... Thursday night, for example, if I was d- if I was doing a bit of work at home, I'd have a couple of beers. To, to, oh, you know when I mean? you get on the decks as well. And when I get on the deck, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, what I would the, the 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 last thing I don't want to talk about this too much, but the last thing I'll say on this is, I watched a video this week, and someone said, you know, is the three or four hours of when you're drunk or whatever, whatever, worth the forty eight hours of fog and all mm-hmm. the rest of it, and the just eat and the l- lack of exercise and all that stuff after? And I'm like. Yeah, it's so true. And I've lost four kilos this month so far as well. So, you oh, know, this is well I'm good. Pete's research, like, hang, 
uh, this I can't remember what he was researching, but anyway, he, he bought these supplements, and it's 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 shortened to NAC. I can't remember. It's like something cysteine or anyway, but it's it's what your body makes, and it's the stuff that kind of eats up all the shit in your body um, and and helps you get rid of it. So you ingest more of it. So. Um, he suggested that we take two of these tablets before we go out drinking. And honestly, I don't have a hangover. It's like these tablets just go, ow, 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 and they eat all the shit that's left by the alcohol. And then I don't have a hangover. I couldn't. I actually cannot believe it. That's excellent. Yeah. Before we talk about um, comfort zones, I just want to, um, well, I want to do a little bit of promotion. Okay. And I want to promote the first ever Networking with a Twist event, which is next Wednesday, which is the 1st of February 2023 at Rivington Barn, which is in near Chorley. Now, this is Networking with a Twist in Safari. There's a lot of networking out there, isn't there? A lot of networking. You can eat structured, it's non-structured. You can have a meal, not a meal, a coffee, not a coffee. But this is in the great outdoors of Lancashire. Uh, so we're going to have a walk. You can bring you can bring your animal, whether you've got a dog, a horse, a pig, child. A, a, a child, a, pa- a falcon. Bring Only your bring pet. bring the child if it's capable of walking up a hill, though. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, you, want, or you can carry it. We are raising money for the Anderton Centre, so it's £10. Now, there's 87 people on LinkedIn who have said they're attending, right? Now, only only 20 people have bought tickets. So if you're listening to this and you'd like to come networking with, not necessarily with me, but the team at Fresh, I will be there, the team at Fresh, and just do something a little bit different, have a walk up Rivington and down, which is, I don't know, an hour, uh, an hour and 20, something like that, then get a coffee and meet like-minded business people, um, please head to our LinkedIn page. Ah, I keep saying it all the time. Please head to our LinkedIn page. Check it out. It's And £10 goes to... The great guys at the Anderson Centre. Yes, who are a charity. So we're mm. all about raising money. We're all about our, the charity, baby. Our awards, a charity. charity. Charity awards, not for profit. And so why would our networking be any different? You'll get to meet, you'll get me. To meet Tony, <laughs> chat to me and Emily. Yeah. Meet Lenny, the dog. Yeah. And all the other freshies. You'll have a great time. You'll get exercise in the bag, get your steps in, increase your endorphins, meet new people, like-minded people, build relationships. You'll you don't do want si- that. I like building relationships. Um, you'll do six thousand steps. Yeah, you will. Even bring a beer with you if you want. I you'll might burn bring like three hundred and fifty calories. Mm, yeah, you yeah. might do. Your heart rate will go up, and you'll have a good time. Hopefully, it won't be rent. Well, if it is, it doesn't matter, does it? Just no. dress appropriately would be my advice. Yes, Laura, appropriate footwear, please. An appropriate footwear. Yes, Laura. We're talking about comfort zones today because of your immense. Physical effort last night for the 10K. Um, and we talked about this like six months ago, didn't we? But tell us tell us about it. Tell us what's on your mind and tell us how we can relate it back to, uh, to business and to exercise. Well, people always say that there's that diagram, isn't there? There's a meme like there's, there's you, your comfort zone, and then like there's you and... And then you're outside of it, and then they always say this is where the magic happens. Mm. That the st- stuff, the good stuff or progressive stuff, mainly happens outside of your comfort zone. So we all have our daily routines, don't we? We all know our comfort zones keep us safe, and we feel comfortable in them. We're happy. We know our boundaries. We know our limits. We're we're aware of everything in the comfort zone. We like it. Mm, it's it's nice. a safe place for us to be. And generally, people are in their comfort zones. 
I would say most of the time. Yep. But yep. if you're always in your comfort zone and you're with all the things that you're used to and that you like and you're safe, you're not taking any risks. You're not necessarily trying anything different. And therefore, I feel like you're not going to have a new experience or push learn yourself. something new, push yourself or progress yourself, your business, whatever. So I do feel like it's it's nice sometimes just to step out. It doesn't have to, you don't have to live outside your comfort zone. Just stand outside of it for a short period of time and try and increase that and do that on the regular. Like when I watch the guys at Fresh, um, like Vicky talks about a comfort zone a lot. When she started, she would never have done sales. She would never have gone networking. And I know she was terrified when we went networking, but she wanted to do it. And that was pushing herself out of a comfort zone. Now she's a pro at networking. Can't mm. shut her up when you put her in front of other people. Can't she's brought in new all. business. She would have never said that she would have done sales, but she's tried it again, pushing herself out. She's brought in... A good chunk of the revenue of the last year at Fresh Perspective, which surprised her when I added it up and told her. I mean, it surprised me. And she's earned commission off the back of that. Well which done, has in- Increased her own earnings, allowed her to do more things with her personal life. And so, Aww. and obviously she's helped me and Emily grow the business. And same with Cheryl with networking and sales and, okay. and all the team with doing videos and things like that. It's all outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. I'm push, I'm going to push myself outside of my comfort zone next month, which is February, by learning TikTok and doing TikTok stuff. I was stuff. going to ask you what would be outside of your comfort zone. Because you do the networking, you do the sales, you do the running. Something in our business that I'm a bit that I'm going out of our comfort zone into is going into um, new markets that I don't know anything about. Yeah, from that, the sales. yeah that's outside of your comfort zone. So I am having to lean on... I'm having to get a helping hand at first to give us the confidence that we can do business in that market I think we can but I actually don't know but I want to does that make sense yeah. so I'm having to approach that market in a little bit of a different way I'm having to find some um some people that I know who are in that market who can help me right then then I, when I get into that zone I'll be comfortable there but at the moment I'm uncomfortable because it's about. new it's, it's new. like fear of the unknown don't isn't know it? a lot about it yeah so um I've if you relay this all the way back, relay, no pun intended, all the way back to running, <laughs> um, a, a phrase that I live by with training is get comfortable being uncomfortable. I was going to say, it's pa- it can be painful being out of well, it was for me last night. Mm. It can be painful. It is uncomfortable. But like, I think if you keep doing it, you get used to that feeling. Yeah, like objection handling with sales. Yeah, no one likes to. You just want to go like, okay, bye. Mm. <laughs> but the more you, but and, and it might feel uncomfortable at the beginning. Like the, the sales. It will feel uncomfortable. Otherwise, you're not outside of your comfort zone. Uncom- these uncomfortable conversations that when you're trying to get a deal across the line yeah. or something like that, you know. A question I had for you was, point to you then, sorry. It's okay. Do you, do, do you subcontract stuff to others if it's outside of your comfort zone, as in HR? sales stuff like that like if you not necessarily that you've got time to do it but stuff you don't like doing you think oh god that's outside my comfort zone i'll sub i'll either subcontract out or i'll delegate that Ooh, okay so that makes me think there's two different elements of being out of your comfort zone is one where you have the capability but it scares you and one is that you don't have the capability 
But so it, should you push yourself out of your comfort zone in that? Should you not, you then have to go and learn it. So I suppose for me, I outsource finance. I can do it. And I don't, it's not my favourite thing to do. So I wouldn't say it's out of my comfort zone. I just would prefer to do other things that I know I'm better skilled in. Right, okay. So I would outsource the finance so that I don't use the time because I would. it's better suited for me to do other things, so sales, but also I could push myself out of my comfort zone in that respect in okay. terms of new clients, public speaking, things like that. Right, so like, okay. oh, that's an interesting angle. Sometimes like I can bring some value to, the, pod- to the podcast. <laughs> How do you, because a lot of people, again, I work in a sales field and I don't mind prospecting. Not necessarily cold calls, but certainly as I've been doing quite a bit of work identifying new identifying new markets, it's like how do you know if you're in a sales environment? How do you feel about prospecting and picking up the phone and making a new relationship? Because that can feel can oh, yeah. feel uncomfortable, can't it? Yeah, I think you used I used to feel so uncomfortable doing that. I hated it, and especially when I was in a previous sales role, you can go after cold call. I hated cold calling. And then what I realised was better. I'm good at prospecting, but not. I don't enjoy cold calling. It might, maybe it's because it's out of my comfort zone, but I just don't think it works these days as much as it used to in the past. So I would always build relationships elsewhere, and then and then turn that conversation or relationship into prospecting. Shall I tell you something? Maybe oh, I'm um, making it more comfortable for myself potentially. Yeah. I'll tell you something. I said, shall I tell you something? I'm going to tell you anyway. But, <laughs> you uh, go ahead. I'm going to go do on. it now. Pin your ears back, folks. A lot of people find it uncomfortable asking for the business. Yeah. Right? And saying, listen, we're a good fit. I want to work with you. Shall we do some business? And I reckon 10 years ago, I'm 38 now, so when I was 28, I would be a little bit nervous about that. Yeah, same. But now, I'm absolutely pedal to yeah, metal. I, I put it on emails. I tell people like, I want to do business with not in a not in a arrogant or like um arrogant is not the word not in a bullshit way or if I feel it's the right fit I'll tell them tell them because yeah. but you would it will make you them were, feel good do you not think Just like, but if you were like we always like in uh, well recruitment today but I think business in a lot of elements is like dating but if you've been on a first date and you enjoyed it. You would tell that person that you want to see them again. Yes. You wouldn't just walk, go, right, see you later, and then that'd be that. Thinking, you know what, I really want to see that person again, but you've not told them and you've not asked for the second date. So, but you would be like, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. I feel like we've got on and I'd really like to see you again. But so the, the sales in business, that sales, you're selling yourself, aren't you, to a yeah. potential mate. Yeah. In business, it's the same thing, Absolutely. but people are scared to do it. Well, I um, recently I've started doing it more, and I've, my conversion rates have gone up. And it, at first, I felt have uncomfortable, they? but I always say, "Oh my god, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. I feel like there's a lot of synergy between the two businesses." Yeah, great word. What you've said really resonates with me, and I'm really excited about the opportunities to working with you. And then I say, w- "What would prevent you from wanting to move ahead with us?" Goodness gracious! <laughs> Boom! Wow! And. And then, because otherwise, if I'd not said those those two pieces, you're just like, okay, right, we'll have a nice rest it's of the day. It's too loose. And there's no call to action. You've gone, bi- you've gone big there, haven't you? <laughs> you've gone, but you've proper gone in for the clothes there. I quite like, I quite, I don't want it, would I be that direct? God, you've gone, r- wow, you've really, 
I didn't think you'd be that direct, but that's good, isn't it? Well, then sometimes they say, well, actually, your payment terms or the way that you charge, um, that's really different. So then we can talk about it. Whereas if I don't ask them and then they go away then, and they may never bring that objection to me after the call. So I feel like whilst I've had a good call and they seem really engaged. Love I the way you've done that. I'm, mm, I'm thinking about <laughs> some opportunities now. I'm... I'm I've zoned out from what you were saying just then, I'll be honest. I wasn't listening. I was just thinking about some other opportunities and uh, that I've been working on. And it just in being as... Direct's not the right word, but... Uh, but I know what you mean. But front that's foot, a, front yeah, foot. Yeah, it's front a massive foot. push out of my comfort zone to ask that question. Mm. Because people might be a bit... And I, I'm, depending on the person, I may ask it in a different way. But it makes them think, right? Yeah. It makes them think, and it's like, yeah... Like, like again, I go back to running club. It's like, w w would will you come back next week? Yeah. And it's like, or what will what will not make you come back or whatever? And you'd be like, well, yeah. Yeah, because Stuart who ran with me. If no one had run with me and left me on my own, and they're like, you, you come back next week, I'm like, no. Not, no. And they ask why, and I'd say, and it's feedback, isn't it? But mm. with sales, for some reason, we're all programmed to be terrified to ask and put yourself out there. But in any other area of our life. We would say, oh, you're going to do this again. Are you coming back? Why, why, why not? But in sales, we're like, oh, can't ask that. Get out of your comfort zone. Nothing good ever happens there, does it? No, it doesn't. I mean, it's good to be in it and know what your comfort zone is. Yeah, and well But then you need to, because it, that information tells you where you need to be to be outside it. And if you're constantly and regularly pushing yourself out of it, your comfort zone will naturally get bigger and bigger and bigger. So now Cheryl and Vicky's comfort zones include sales and networking. So they're like, right, what is next? Their comfort zone is bigger than it was when they started at Fresh. And you've, you've without blowing smoke of your arse, you know, you've inspired those people, haven't you? Yeah, by, we've, by he we've helped them get there and, and expand there. So and what's the worst that could happen? What's the I want to move right away from the mic then towards you. What, what's the worst that could happen? Nothing. Nothing. No, nothing bad is going to happen. You might not might not enjoy networking. Well, that's fine. I don't need to go again. But at least you tried. At least you tried. Yeah. God loves a trier. Does he? Apparently. Mm. Well, like I was thinking of comfort zone because because we decided to do it last night when I was running. I thought, how can we? Is it relatable to business recruitment? And and it absolutely is because people ask me like, why did you set up? It's a really bold decision setting up a business. Why did you and Emily decide to do it? And that was pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone, asking for a promotion at work, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because you could get rejected, which is probably the main reason why people don't push themselves out of their comfort zone. Rejection. Fear of failure, yeah. fear of rejection. Moving jobs, that takes some guts sometimes. Mm. Entering awards, putting yourself forward. Mm. So judgment. Public speaking, that is a massive step out of my comfort zone and I keep doing it because every yeah, time I do uh, it, you, we win business. Yeah, and you do all right. You're all right at it, aren't you? Just it's still outside of my comfort zone. I need to keep doing it. But yeah, I am okay in it when it gets going. You're all right. But there's so many, and like, so exercise, challenges, um, goals, achievements, sales, it's all, to do them all well and to achieve things, you've got to push out of your comfort zone. I went for a walk up at Rivington on Wednesday with a, a, a guy who listens to the podcast, Sam Charles. Shout out, Sam. Hey, he loves, Sam. He's a, he's a massive advocate of the... Um, he's been a fan for a while. He has. He loves it. <laughs> he loves it. He does love it. He genuinely loves it. And we were talking about sometimes when you push yourself out of your comfort... When you exercise, certainly, or if you work by yourself or whatever. And last year, or the year before, 
when I could, again, back to training, back to exercise, back to running. I'd do my treadmill sprints, okay, and I'd run fast. Whether it be 25 seconds, 30 God, seconds, whatever. I bet you do, because you run fast when you do 10K mm. with those long legs, like a gazelle. <laughs> and I'd do my 20 reps. <laughs> I'm not as fast as a gazelle, let me just tell you, folks. <laughs> I'm not as fast. But and I, I would always talk about push yourself out of the comfort zone. When you're blowing out your arse, <laughs> right, and you've done those 20 reps, it's like, I'm doing another two. And it's just you. It's just you and the treadmill. People don't know how many you've done. The people that are watching you, it's just you yeah. in your mind. It's like, let's get out there and feel. Well, people say, like personal trainers, they always say that those, the one, the reps that you don't want to do, the ones that you add on, they're the ones that count. They are the ones that count. So because like, they're yeah. dirty, aren't they? And you feel, when you feel you can't go anymore, you can. I did a sprint finish last night. <laughs> no, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't go anymore. My legs feel so heavy. He's like, no, they don't. They feel great. He's like, yeah. we're going to do a sprint finish. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and alas, you I did. I didn't think I had anything left in the tank, but I did. I was talking about Sam again on Wednesday, and we're talking about that because he, he does a lot of ultra uh, races like 50 60k stuff round wi- um, Windermere all that sort yeah, of stuff crazy guy about uh, it's my mate Sam oh I think right Stuart was the, telling me about that last some night. of the guys do that as well and I said to him you've always got a bit you've always got you, you and you have you've you've always got that little something bit something left yeah I think Tyson Fury if somebody said it you know when the brain the when the brain tells you that you've that you've finished you haven't you've got Not a bit finished. more You've always got a bit. You've always got an extra 20% in. This is the dicey game I play in my car when it tells me I've got no petrol left. <laughs> That's a little bit different because <laughs> you probably haven't got any someone petrol left. Someone told me, I, I don't know who it was, but someone said that well, even when it goes to zero, you still got 20 to 30 <laughs> miles left in the tank. And right, well, let's not test it. <laughs> someone you know said I mean? think I'm literally running off fumes. Why don't you fuel your car? I hate doing it. It's things like... Uh, empty the dishwasher, putting petrol in. Other things, there's other things that I just love. I don't know why. I just hate it. Especially in the winter. It's so quick, though. And you can just put your car... Sorry about this, folks. We are... Just hold on. This is a little bit of a personal conversation. You can just put your card in it. Add the Asda. Got all the supermarkets are available. Put your pin in, Bosch, and you're away. You know, I hate <laughs> Let it. Let me just tell you a quick question. <laughs> My mum texts me on Sunday, and she goes... We'll wrap up in a bit, but she goes... Uh, I got 5p a litre off Morrison's for fuel because I did a bit. And I was like, oh, my God, this is brilliant, right? <laughs> so I fueled up and I fueled my car all the way to the top. Three quid. <laughs> I was so deflated. I went and I said to the woman, I'm like, is that it? She went, yeah. I, felt, I said, it felt like so much more when it was in my pocket. <laughs> I was so deflated Aww. when I got to three quid because 5p a litre sounds so much. But actually, yeah, I was, I was like... Oh, balls. It does sound a lot, don't you? Like, yes. Yes, get in. Thank you, Mum, for shopping at Morrison's. Mm. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add about going out of your comfort zones before Just we um, get do another it. coffee? Just right. Push out of your comfort zone. Whatever it is, if you're thinking about doing something, you want something, you think, oh, this makes you feel uncomfortable, you're going to have to just do it. Because right. that means, if you're like, well, I really want a promotion, but I'm scared to ask, you've got to do it. Please you share your You don't like feet. your job, you want a new one. Get at yeah. You Do it. Move yeah. jobs. Life's too short. Have those uncomfortable conversations. Get outside. Put yourself forward. 
pick a pick a meaty goal. The reason why I'm joining a running club is because I decided to do a marathon this year, which mm-hmm. is um, one, probably the biggest physical challenge I've ever I will have ever done. It'll be harder than Tough Mudder and the Three Peaks. Oh yeah, because Christ. I'm good at walk climbing over stuff and walking. So it's a massive goal. <laughs> so think <laughs> of a goal that you would have to push yourself to do, and then book it in, tell people, enter, and then do it. This has been episode 129 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to, and you should do, we can slip seamlessly into your podcast platform of choice, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So go click on that little subscribe or like, or click it. Click it now. Click it. I've got a shout-out, actually, before we finish, just to let you know. Also, um, tell... I told four people about the podcast last week, wow. right? And the subscribers. So if you'd like, if, if you're listening to this, like Jess or Rachel or Sam or that was Philip who my shout out was to Jess Harcourt because she was the one that got me and you to the running club. She's she very was. inspirational and she motivational. Is. We love her. Mm, she's very sweary sometimes, isn't she? Anyway, um, thanks, Jess. Shout out, Jess. So. Uh, in fact, so all those people, Jess and Rachel and Lindsay, I know you're listening now, and Ma- Ma, uh, Sam, tell one person that you know and show them how to subscribe to this uh, podcast. If you want to hear and see more about Fresh Perspective, and um, why would you not? You can check us out all over social media. You, there's some jazzy new sexy stuff going on on YouTube. Um, when t- Tam's in, there's uh, TikTok Tam and some great TikToks. I know she might teach me anyway about TikTok. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, but moreover, LinkedIn. You can find out <coughs> lots and lots of stuff about all the stuff. Lots and lots of stuff about all the stuff. Should have prepped this bit. Uh, on LinkedIn. And you can find out all about networking with the twist, which is next Wednesday, which is the 1st of February. So please do book on £10 and it's going to the Anderson Centre. You're raising money for charity and having a bit of a laugh outside and a bit of a walk and exercise. What's the more? Not lots not, not of love. If you want to find more about Fresh Perspective, you can hit the website up, which is fp-resourcing.co.uk. What's FP stand for, Laura? Fresh Perspective! I don't think I've got anything else to say. See you later. Thanks for listening. Over and out.